Hey guys, welcome back to the Revive Podcast with your host, Kennedy. Um, I don't got much of an intro today. I really just want to jump right in. I'm so excited to talk about this because when I tell you I really have experienced freedom in a whole new way, and I just want others to feel this. I want others to experience the freedom that I've experienced and what God has really just been teaching me. So today we're going to talk about how how we can know confidently that our identity is in Christ and the danger that comes when we don't um, when we don't know that. And so we're really going to talk about identity and we're going to just talk about how it's just so crucial to keep our eyes on the Father 24-7. Um, so we're just going to get straight into it. So this all started, I would say like a week ago. I was I was just up in the middle of the night I was frustrated. I was just like, dang, like a few days ago, I was I was so good. And here I am like up, anxious, overthinking, upset. And I was like, why do I feel like I'm in cycles? Why do I feel like, you know, one day I'm really good. And then the next I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've backslid so much. And it's like, why do I feel like I'm I'm asking for forgiveness all the time, even though I know that I'm forgiven? I kept asking these things like, why me? Why do I? Why me, 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 me? And the Holy Spirit stopped me so quick. And he said, who is the common denominator of all those questions? And I was like, me, duh, we're talking about me now. But then he was like, no, who needs to be the common denominator? And I was like, all right. So God needs to be the common denominator when we're constantly looking inward while trying to see Christ. We're going to get frustrated when instead we need to be looking to Christ at all times because if we're looking inward 24-7, we're not going to like what we see. It's just, I think about Peter walking on the water too. God allowed it to be that the second that he took his eyes off Jesus, he didn't like what he saw. Because Jesus is the only good. When we, when we stay looking at the good, we see good. I mean, it's common sense. When you take your eyes off of what is good and you look around and you start to look in the natural What you see, you're not going to like what you see. And then he began to sink. So we have to keep looking to to Jesus at all times to keep going, to keep enduring, to keep moving forward. Um, And so along with this, I was listening to a sermon um, just a few days ago. And this was by Charles Guilford. Um, He was preaching at the Potter's house. And oh my gosh, y'all, this sermon was so good. And I want to bring up this example that he did because it really just kind of put everything into perspective. And so it was talking about the story of Jacob and Esau and when they wanted to go to the father to get the blessing and how the blessing was for Esau, but Jacob ended up like stealing it. So Jacob going to his father to steal Esau's blessing um, is actually a picture of God's grace towards us because although he put on you know some like like a shirt or something because Esau was like hairy and Jacob wasn't so he put on something to make him feel hairy you know he sprayed himself with something that would make him smell like Esau but he didn't sound like Esau and so when he went to his father he was like yeah you 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 know you smell like Esau and you feel like Esau but when I hear your voice I hear Jacob and that is God's grace towards us Because even though he didn't sound like Esau, the father still blessed him. And the pastor was saying, like, have you ever experienced God do something in your life 
or over your life that had nothing to do with your worthiness. It had everything to do with the sacrifice of Jesus. Because when God looks at me, he sees Jesus. When he touches me, he feels Jesus. When he smells me, he smells his son. But when he hears my voice, he hears me. And that's the same thing that happened with his father. Even though he heard Jacob, he still blessed Jacob with Esau's blessing. And so that that just kind of ties in and is kind of just a good opener for where I want to start. Because it's like when we understand that we are one with Christ, we don't walk around with our head ducked down and our tail between our legs. We walk around knowing that the same way, like when, when God looks at us, he sees his son. And some of us have to really grasp that and really understand that because I promise you will be set free from so much shame and condemnation and guilt and all these feelings that are trying to hinder your walk with God. And you'll be able to walk hand in hand with God because we are one. When we recognize and know our identity in Christ, we go to the throne differently, y'all. And I'm telling you, by experience, I really, really feel that I have just been set free and I'm experiencing the freedom of going to my father knowing my identity. I'm not coming scared. I'm not coming feeling like, oh, he has this list of my wrongs. And Because my mind used to tell me that. My mind used to tell me, he don't really see you that way. He knows what you do. Like, he's not really that. No, he sees Jesus. And if any of y'all know Jesus, he's a pretty cool guy. <laughs> and that's a pretty good image to bear. Like, that is God's grace. That is his grace and his mercy. And it it makes you appreciate the gift and the sacrifice that Jesus did on our behalf that we did not deserve whatsoever. And so I want to talk about being one in Christ, like one spirit. We have the mind of Christ. Galatians 3, 27, 28 says, for as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is no male and female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. We are one spirit with God. We have the mind of Christ. So anything that tries to reside in your mind that is not of God needs to be casted out immediately, effective immediately. And the problem is, you won't know that something else other than God is residing in your mind until you truly know your identity in Christ and until you truly know what the mind of Christ is and what the mind of what the mind of Christ isn't and what his nature is and what his nature isn't. Because if you're still unaware of the nature of God, you're not going to catch the lies and they're going to stay lingering for longer. And man, I was talking to my girl Cece on the way home last night from Bible study. And that's another thing. God is so intentional about you know, confirming his word that he's speaking to you through just like other things, like literally everything that we talked in Bible study last night was directly correlated to this. The sermons I've been listening to correlated to this, just the things that I've been hearing, like it's all tying together. So it's so evident that God wants me to talk about this and that God just wants us to walk in the freedom of being an heir of Christ. Like we are sons of God, like y'all okay anyway so I was on the phone with Cece last night and man shout out to my girl let me just pause right here and give flowers where flowers are due because that woman of God is such a light I am so blessed to know her um so we are talking and we were literally talking about 
you know, the enemy and how like we were like, bro, I'm tired. I'm tired of him playing with my mind. He's so little. And the crazy thing is we really be putting the enemy on a pedestal just to fight him. I was talking to my other girl, Destiny, and that's what we were talking about, too. Like, we really be hyping this man up just to fight him. Bro, he is so little. He has no power. Literally, all we have to do is step on him. Like, he's literally that small. And we're giving him this this grand old big power. No. And so we were talking. We were just like, bro, we're done. Like, the enemy will no longer have my peace of mind. My peace of mind is found in Christ. And if I have the mind of Christ, no one can take that away. And so we were talking. And again, if y'all know me, which all of y'all should know me by now, but I love analogies. And so I was just looking up and I saw my smoke detector and then the Holy Spirit just kind of put it all together within a smoke detector. So we all know that the beeping goes off to make us aware that if something isn't dealt with immediately, it could lead to further destruction. So let's say some of, so let's say it's, we take out the batteries and we just unplug it because it's annoying. Um, well, if we do that, and if there is a fire, there'll be no, there will be nothing to alarm us. And this is how we act. When we don't know the word of God, when we don't know the nature of God, there's nothing to alarm us to say, hey, there's a lie residing in my mind. We need to cast that out. Or, hey, this actually is not from God. This is not of God, and this is not the nature of God. And I need to get rid of this immediately because if you don't have that alarm going off, you start to take it in as truth, and it's not. The enemy literally cannot tell truth. All he does is lie. So you know that the second that something comes out, if it goes against what God's word says, it is a lie. And hmm, how do I want to put this? So you have to know what the mind of Christ is. The mind of Christ is peace. So you know that you, if you are experiencing anxiety or anything other than peace, then it's not the mind of Christ. But if you aren't aware of what the mind of Christ is, then that's when you allow certain things to linger longer than they need to. And back to the smoke detector analogy, I'm thinking of my friend, bro, Tio, if you're listening, please change your batteries. It is so funny. Since the day that I've met Tio, her smoke detector alarm just be going off literally in her house 24-7. Um, but so they don't be changing their batteries to their smoke detector and they just live in that constant state of being, eventually it becomes their normal to where they don't even realize that it's beeping anymore. And it's not until somebody else comes into their house and brings awareness that they need to change batteries. And guys, this is how the body of Christ acts. Sometimes it takes your brother or your sister to remind you of your identity. And that's why we need to that's that's real important. We need to continue reminding each other who we are in Christ, lifting each other up, encouraging one another, because it'd be hard out here sometimes. It'd be hard, and a word of encouragement can go so far. I'm telling you that right now. So, so sometimes it takes awareness, and sometimes it takes someone coming to you and to remind you, like, hey, girl, like those thoughts aren't of God. The way that you're feeling is not from God, so let's figure out how how you've taken on this belief as truth because it is a lie. And that is why it's so crucial. It is so crucial to be in fellowship, not only with God every single day, but also with people who know their identity 
in him. Because if you're also surrounded about people that aren't really sure of who they are in Christ, it's really the blind leading the blind at that point. And the Bible tells us that they're doomed to fall into a pit. And so it's so important to know it for yourself, but then also having people around you to know. Because again, if you don't, and you just allow these, these thoughts to linger, you find yourself in this constant state of like, dang, why am I anxious? Just like I was talking about at the beginning of this podcast, like, why am I anxious? You know, why am I feeling this way? Why am I thinking these impure thoughts? All these things. And I think because we're not thinking highly of ourselves, we don't realize that we're still thinking of ourselves. And if we're thinking of ourselves more than Christ, that's when it becomes dangerous. Because I think people think thinking of yourself is like, oh, this prideful, boastful way. But no, even if you're still thinking of yourself in a negative way, you're still thinking of yourself more than you've thought of Christ. Because if we're constantly looking to ourselves, we will have nothing. And I'm telling you, like, I'm speaking all of this from straight experience. You'll have nothing to sustain you when you go through the hard times because the one that can, you haven't even taken the time to learn him. You've been studying yourself more than you've been studying God. And so when you're walking through something hard, you don't know the nature of God. And so you don't see God as someone that is worthy or that can get you through the hard time. And I'm even thinking now, like on social media, there's so many influencers and so many like get ready with me and all this stuff. And if you admire someone or admire something that they're doing and you go and you, oh, I love her outfit or that's so cute. I want to be more like her. Okay, you're going to go to her page. You're going to stalk her page. You're going to go see her Amazon storefront. You're going to see what she shops, yada, yada, yada. You're not going to see someone you admire and then go study your own page. And that sounds silly, but that's what a lot of us are doing. We want to be more like God, but we're spending more time looking at ourselves than we are to the cross, than we are to Christ. And, and it just, no development will happen. We have to keep looking to him. And I know easier said than done, but anytime you catch yourself thinking of yourself, whether that's in a negative way or a positive way, just always switch your focus to the father. Who is he? What is the nature of him? How does he feel? What feelings does he bring about? Because he is the one that can get you through it. Not yourself, not your mama, not your boyfriend, not your girlfriend. No one. He. He is the one. And that's why it's so important to know our identity and to know where our focus is at all times. That is so crucial. And before I wrap up and end this podcast, um, I just want to say really quick too, like I said earlier, the enemy can do nothing but lie. Like literally nothing good comes out of him. He has nothing good to say. So why, why are we listening to him? Because uh, I think it's funny, like, we turn off so secular music so fast because we know that it could de deter us from God and put us in a place we don't want to be. But then we sit and we play the enemy's voice in our head all day long. The second that you hear a lie, turn it off. Shut it down. Turn up God's word. Remind him of the truth. Literally come at him. Like I think so for some of us, we just allow the lies to come and then we just sit and we sulk in them. And then we're like, oh, this will pass. No. Turn it off immediately. 
just like we do secular music, just like we do when we hear something that we don't want to hear or something's playing that we don't want to watch or be a part of, we turn it off. We need to treat the enemy's voice the exact same because it, it is trash, bro. Have you ever had that one friend that's like, they play a song in the car and they're so hype about it and you're like, bro, this is trash. Like, this is not good. Like, turn it off. We, that, we need to see the enemy that way. We need to see his voice that way. When he starts to say something, bro, what you're saying is trash. I'm going to turn it off. I'm going to completely turn it all the way down. And then that's when you just need to go turn up worship. Go praise. Go read. Go pray. Literally always allow God's word to be magnified more. Because if not, it'll be hard to discern the truth or not. Especially if you don't know it. Because why are we allowing what isn't good to hold more weight than what God says, which is good? God's word is good. He is good. So why are we allowing the things that the enemy says, knowing that they're lies, hold more weight? And I'm, I'm saying this with so much confidence, but I know that it is a struggle. I know that there are times where you feel like you can't do this, but I promise you, I promise you the second that you really study, the second that you really dive deep into your word and read the word to understand more of Christ and not understand more of yourself, there will be radical transformation. Because another thing that I realized that I was doing was I would read the word to get something for myself. I was really using it as like a coping mechanism. I would be like, dang, I'm feeling down or I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling anxious. Go first Peter 5, 7, do not be anxious. Okay, cool, move on. And then wondering why nothing stuck because you would you go to the word to get a band-aid for a wound much bigger. You need to read the word to know Christ, because, again, if we're one in Christ and we have the mind of Christ, the more we know Christ, the more we're going to know ourselves, because that is our identity. Christ is our identity. Our identity is found in him. And I think all of us, there's a lot of people that say that, but there's not a lot of people living that out because they don't truly know what that means. It means to learn him and learn his word and you'll learn more about yourself because that is who you are. That's who God created you to be. God, uh, Colossians says that all things were created by God for God. You and I, we were created by God for him. Everything is about him. Salvation is even about him. God saves us so that he can save others through us. Nothing is ever about us. And this was a this was a hard pill I had to swallow because I liked to see myself as like a pretty humble girl. Like I was like, OK, you know, I'm humble I'm this. But then I would sit and think about all of my weaknesses all day long, wondering why I never felt strong because I was never looking to the one who was. And truth be told, what you're looking for, you're going to find if you're constantly looking at your weaknesses, you're going to keep finding them. But when you switch your focus and it's such a small but not really small change that changes everything, I promise it will change everything for you. It will change the way that you respond to things. It will change the way you act. It will change the way you read the word of God. It will change the way that you see things. It will change the way that you hear things in all the best ways possible. So that's why I'm being so adamant on knowing your identity in Christ and always keeping your eyes on him Cause that's how we're going to get through it, y'all. That is how we're going to get through it. All the hard times, all the trials, all the everything. 
he is the one that's going to get us through it. So we need to take more time studying him and knowing him than we are looking inward. And that, I'm going to just leave it at that. I don't got nothing else to say because if I start saying it's going to go into a whole different episode and I want to save that episode for next week um, because I want to talk about how we literally don't have to sin anymore, y'all. I don't know who told you that, you know, you were born a sinner and you have to remain a sinner. No, we literally have the ability to not sin. And let me not even get started because I know that will be a whole other episode and I'm so excited Um, So definitely come back next week for that because it's going to be fire. The things that God has been teaching me, the things that I've been learning from my pastors and just my friends and my Bible study, y'all, it's over with. It's over with for the enemy. And that's how we all need to be. That's how we all need to be acting every single day. We can't. Why are we fighting someone that's not even, bro, like, He's so little. Like, tell him that. Bro, you're little. Get back. Like, (laughs) no one is going to take the time to fight you. You're not worth fighting. Literally, the name of Jesus makes him tremble. So that's all I got to say about that. But I pray that this episode blessed y'all. I pray that you guys got something out of it. I pray that you leave feeling, you know, hopeful. I pray that you leave feeling even just curious. Go take this back to God. Go Go pray. Go see what God wants you to learn more of this on top of what I've already spoken. And I promise it'll just be so good. So I thank y'all for tuning in and I'm excited for next week and we'll chat later. Bye.